Welcome to the Olam Podcast. This is John Edmiston. Solution-Focused Faith, Episode 7, Faith for Kingdom Ministry. Now, when we work in the kingdom of God, when we become laborers in his vineyard, we have to have faith that there will be a harvest, faith that there will be results, Faith that our labour for the Lord will not be in vain. Now, I'm not just talking about Christian ministry as in a formal religious ministry, such as being a pastor or an evangelist. I'm also talking about people who approach their work in a sacred way. A doctor, an architect, a policeman or a craftsman. Someone who does their work honestly and diligently unto the Lord and who uses their money for the kingdom of God and who gives an aura of godliness about what they do, and my car mechanic is like that, wonderful man of God. So there are people in secular jobs and people in religious jobs, and in each case they're doing it unto the Lord. They're doing it as a kingdom ministry. And we're going to need solution-focused faith to make it through in the tough days, in the days when the grace of God just doesn't seem to be there. We need to believe that God is in the midst of our particular calling. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 11 and 12, it says, Therefore we also pray always for you, that our God would count you worthy of the calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. To Corinthians 9, 8, it says, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that in everything, always having all sufficiency, you may abound to every good work. Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Now may the God of peace, who brought again our Lord Jesus from the dead, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you, that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. And Ephesians 2.10 For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. We are created in Christ Jesus to do good works. That is our purpose here on earth, and we have a job to do. We are to have the divine nature of Christ expressing itself through us in deeds of kindness, faith and love. We are to be like Jesus, and Jesus did many good works, which we hear about in Acts 10.38. While salvation and being born again is free, we are afterwards expected to grow up in Christ and to do good works, which God has prepared beforehand for us to do. This requires faith. Faith that we can do the good works. Faith that the difficulties will be overcome. Faith that the results will be worth it. And faith for provision, power and poise. Now doing good works is difficult for at least three reasons I can think of. Firstly, they go against our natural selfish human nature. Secondly, good works take us to places we don't want to go. For instance, if you want to heal the sick, you have to be around sick people. If you want to cast out demons, you have to be around demon-possessed people. If you want to help the poor and oppressed, you have to go and be amongst the poor and oppressed. And so 
Good works take us to places that are uncomfortable for us. Thirdly, good works are resisted by the devil. The powers and principalities want to stop us and to make it as difficult as possible. So that's why good works are tough for us to do. Because the continued doing of good works is wearying, difficult, unpleasant and sacrificial, and the worker can get misunderstood, slandered, persecuted and even killed, then you can only do good works by having faith in Christ and by working in the power of the Holy Spirit. Whether your good work is teaching 14-year-old girls who are emotional and difficult, or whether it's trying to win Muslims for Christ in Asia's urban slums, you will need Jesus, and you will need Jesus to turn up for you at regular intervals. You will need faith for the kingdom of God to arrive in your Sunday school class, in your, in your laboratory, or in your slum, or in your church. You'll have to believe things such as God's work done in God's way will never lack God's supply, a quote from Hudson Taylor. And you'll have to believe that your ministry, the good works that God has called you to do, are his concern, and that he will help you to fulfil them. Now, there are good works that we just naturally have to do as part of life. Paying the bills, raising children, helping a sick neighbour, supporting parents, being patient with the customers in your business. These are the kind of good works that are just obligatory. We have to do them. And then there are other good works that we do as part of our ministry, things that we step out and do. And these things often stress us out. They seem to be too much on top of the routine of daily life. And when you're in the Christian ministry, if you're a pastor or a missionary, you still have all the load of fixing the things around the house. You still have all the load of paying the bills and raising kids. But on top of that, You've got other things uh, that are required from you because you're in the Christian ministry. You have to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and go to the hospital and pray for someone. So those kind of things, they make life heavy. They make things difficult. And in our human nature, we sometimes want to give up. We seem to be weighed down by all the concerns of ministry and they become very complicated. And we think, oh, I can't deal with all this complicated stuff. So you need to call on God. You need to believe that God's going to get you through the mess, that God's going to get you through the complicated stuff, that the kingdom of God will arrive, and you can do this kingdom ministry. You can stay there in that place, ministering to those people and getting the result that God wants. God wants you and I to abound to every good work and to fulfill every work of faith with power. So... In our hearts, we need to paint an inner picture of ourselves being successful in ministry. We need to paint a picture of God turning up and that all these struggles and all these difficult days are going to be behind us and we're going to see God's transformation take place. We have to forget the struggles and disappointments and problems and believe God for the answers, solutions and provisions that will lead to the fruit of our labours. I often find that success comes about a fortnight after I'm absolutely certain that I'm going to fail. The problem often becomes a mountain before it finally gets cast into the sea. When Paul faced ministry problems, he took a solution-focused faith approach, and I will quote a passage in 2 Corinthians at length, and I would like you to notice how, at every single turn, Paul turns away from dwelling on the problem 
and focuses on believing for the solution. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 to 18. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, so that the excellence of the power may be of God, and not of us, in every way having been troubled, but not having been hemmed in, having been perplexed, but not utterly at a loss, having been persecuted, but not having been forsaken, having been thrown down, but not having been destroyed, always bearing about the dying of the Lord Jesus in the body, so that the life of Jesus also might be revealed in our body. For we who live are always being delivered to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus might also be revealed in our body. So that death works in us, but life in you. For we, having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore I have spoken. We also believed and therefore speak, knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus shall also raise us up by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sake, so that the superabounding grace might be made to abound through the thanksgiving of the greater number to the glory of God. For this cause we do not faint, but though our outward man perishes, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For the lightness of our present affliction works out for us a far more excellent eternal weight of glory. We are not considering the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are not lasting, but the things which are not seen are everlasting. We have to look at our weakness and say, God has put this treasure in an earthen vessel that he might be glorified. We have to look at our sufferings on behalf of those we minister to and say, death works in us, but life in you. We have to have faith that these present afflictions work out for us a far more exceeding and excellent eternal weight of glory. Above all, we have to have faith in the eternal consequences of our work for the Lord not considering the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are not lasting, but the things which are not seen are everlasting. Ministry requires us daily to walk by faith and not by sight. To do good works, we must have a faith vision of these good works being wrought by Christ in us and having eternal consequences that abound both to the glory of God and to our own eternal glory. We have to see in our spirit lives being touched and nations transformed. All the great saints of God have had such a clear faith vision. And you can read about them in the Annals of Church History. Williams Booth's Vision of Darkest England. Or Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream. Like Luther, you might nail your vision to the church door. Or like Lauren Cunningham of YWAM, you may start a youth movement. The great saints of God have these burning visions of what the world's going to be like when God has done his work. You must have a clear, spirit-given, faith vision of the good works that God has called you to do, and then you must walk in it, step by step, day by day, by faith and endurance. You'll have to fight your flesh for it, and you'll have to go into awful places for it. You'll have to wrestle the devil for it, but it will be worth it. Solution-focused faith endures the difficulties because it sees and fully believes in a faith picture of a wonderful ministry with glorious eternal consequences 
which is fully provided for and empowered by God. Solution-focused faith brings a positive attitude to the task, which enables many of the problems to be solved, and it lays hold of God for the answers to prayer that every ministry needs. That's solution-focused faith number seven. God bless and walk forward in faith.